Welcome to Speak. Y'all know what time it is. It is time for kickoff. Now, we have been covering this Deion Sanders story longer than everybody, and we will pay it off today because, wow, just wow, America. They shocked the world, Colorado upsetting TCU. But get this, Shador Sanders, in his first game at Colorado, set and broke a 130-year record, 510 passing yards. No Colorado quarterback has ever done that. But on the flip side, Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter played offense, played defense, 100. 40 plus plays. I've never seen anything like it, and we will celebrate it right now on Speak. But before I get to that, somebody on this desk called it. Ooh. Somebody on this desk predicted Ooh. what was going to happen. Let's hear it. Oh, Let's hear it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. See a, a big game. We can't talk about the season. I'm talking about this game right here. TCU. Tomorrow night at TCU. Tomorrow morning. We're going to set the stage right. Prime time with a big upset. Ooh. I, hey, I hard to find, dog. I hard to find. And Prime, we trust. <laughs> shady, Shady, Shady. What was going through your mind as you were watching that game, big dog? The whole time. I called it. I said it. Like Muhammad Ali. Remember that? He beat uh, Sonny Liston. I called it. He's the best. Listen, Prime, I'll tell you this. We've seen it before. We're going to see it again. This is the beginning. This is the beginning right here. This is the start. Man, look, next year you might see them boys in the championship game. Shady, I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just saying. He is just saying on the far end, that is James Jones, Super Bowl champ. To his right, that is Dr. Joy Taylor. But we got to get things started with first and ten. First topic of the day, and we are diving in deep on this one. Shady. I got to revisit you one more time because everybody and their mama was blowing me up saying I cannot wait to hear what LaShawn McCoy has <laughs> to say. Were you at all surprised? What did Deion Sanders prove in this win over TCU? First of all, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, we're talking about Deion Sanders. We're talking about prime time. When have you ever seen him not be at the, at the best, yeah. play at his best, coach at his best? I just love it. I think that this proves that he's for real. I think that Colorado and him as a coach, they're legit. They have legit players, mm. right? One thing he said, he said, look, I'm bringing my luggage. Mm-hmm. And it's, and and it's, it's what? Louis. And it's Louis. And, and, and you can see it. You can see all the special players they have. Look at the quarterback. Yeah. But look, look, look at uh, um, Travis Hunter, right? Like, you see the talent there. And this is the first year. Yep. Imagine next year when, they get, when he, go out there, he go out there and really recruit, get his players he wants. That fits his scheme, fits his defense, fits his offense. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit for Colorado and Deion mm-hmm. Sanders in this prime time and his team. Joy, talk to me quickly so because you obviously were watching this game very, very closely. What did Prime prove to you? Well, his, his greatness translates. Yep. That yes, doesn't does. always happen. Sometimes it's actually difficult mm-hmm. for someone to be able to influence others with their greatness. It's not received. It's not, uh, it's not communicated properly. Mm-hmm. Dion does. He brings greatness, and it, he rises. He brings the water. What a, you, you got the thing. That's all boats. That one. That's, that, that's one. That's why he's the guy. <laughs> he did it against a team that was in the national championship last year. Come that's on not now. a small thing. Everyone's going to immediately run to, well, TCU wasn't that good. And they're not. But mm-hmm. they were in the national championship last year. And if they had won this game, everyone would have said that to their benefit. So it is important that they beat TCU, a team that was in the national championship last year. Him flipping the roster over, while controversial, was the right thing to do. We know that in this sport, you need talent, you need recruiting. And he brought in a new situation, yep. and it translated. Yep. And Travis Hunter went straight to the top of the Heisman conversation, as he should. And you're not going to win games against teams like TCU without a player of that talent who's there because of Dion. And the last thing he proved to me, not that he proved to me, I already knew this, but I think what he proved to everyone else is he's a legitimate coach. Mm-hmm. I, think because, I think because he is prime, and we're going we're to do a couple rounds on this, but I'll just, I'm here already. 
sometimes people just don't want to believe you can be great at multiple things. Yeah. They don't want to give you that credit. We know Dion as, as, a, as a player. We know primetime. We know what he accomplished in the NFL. But it's hard for people to imagine him being that good or be on the journey to be that good yeah. as a coach. I cannot predict that this was going to happen. And the reason I couldn't predict honestly that this was going to happen is because I didn't have enough information. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes on this show, we're opinionists, but oftentimes we're analysts. And when I was analyzing the data I had, I realized I had an inconclusive data set to actually tell you all, like Shady said with a ton of confidence, Colorado will win this game. But what was proven to me is, number one, they have the players. And number two, they have the coaches. Mm -hmm. The first drive, TCU, three and out. That's what they preach. Shady, you know, we were in the locker rooms together. Hey, defense, go three and out, offense, go down the field and score. It sounds great in a pregame speech. Mm. It rarely ever happens. Yeah. Colorado, defense, went three and out. Right. Offense, went 14, yard, 14 plays down the field, instantly scored. Mm. But then I was thinking to myself, how in the world, <laughs> how are they going to be able to properly utilize Travis Hunter? Yeah. Number one overall recruit out of high school. Can play offense, can play defense. <clears throat> but they utilized him masterfully. 11 catches, 118 yards, but they kept enough energy for him to also be a competent contributor on defense. An interception after TCU would march 95 yards down the field. Do you know how in tune you have to be with your players mm -hmm. to know just how much to give them without making them go overboard? No doubt. The coaching, James Jones, for yeah. me, it was truly astronomical. Later on in the show, I'll bring out the iPad, I'll break down some film and really show y'all what blew my mind. But Jay, what blew yours? What did Dion prove in the uh. upcoming? I didn't watch the game. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, listen, yeah. I sat on this show and I said, listen, I just want to see Coach Prime and them boys go out there and compete. Right? I do not expect them to beat TCU. I just want to see them compete. Well, Colorado and Deion said, JJ, shut up. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go out there and show what you do. But for me, when you watch this game, number one, everybody was questioning except Shady because you have Division I players yep. in black college football. You should win. You should change a program when you have those type players wanting to come play for you in black college. Travis Hunter, number one overall recruit and all that, right? You just have clearly better players, right? So that was the question coming in here. We all looking like this is a rebuild uh, team. He brought his luggage. It's Louie, mm -hmm. but it's rebuild. TCU was in the national championship last year, right? So it's like, can Dion get it done on this level, Division One level, playing one of the best teams in the country his very first week? And he proved, like Joy said, He's a really good football coach. He has really good players. And you know what surprised me most is the trenches, especially yes. on the yeah, offensive yeah, yeah. side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. If you watch Sanders back there standing in the – he got all day. And that was another question mark about this football team. Can they build the trenches? We know they got the skills. Can they build the trenches? And he showed, man, that, hey, we here. The, the, the best thing I like about it is that we all talk about Coach Prime, and he's done a great job. But no if you look at that roster, they got yeah. a lot of NFL coaches no doubt. that I played with. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, it, like, the Denver. best part, I, I just think if, if, if I was a, a high school kid and I could do it all over again, right? Yeah. Who won't want to play for Deion Sanders, right? No doubt. Somebody that you idolize as an icon, as, mm -hmm. as, as, as what he was as a, as a player. Yeah. Now I can learn from him. I could get all, get all the tricks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you got the NFL coaches there. Then the, the crazy thing is, at practice, you got guys like Warren Sapp coming in there talking yep. to you. Yep. Think about that. 
man, I'm going to go up there and talk to the running backs. <laughs> Joy, let me ask you this. What do you think a win like that in your mind? You have two nephews, I believe, that are currently playing Division I football. Your brother's currently coaching Division I football. What does a win like that in your mind do for recruiting, do for Colorado, oh, yeah. oh, do for gosh. just the landscape of crime? My goodness. I mean, it's everything. This was, like Shay said, this is just the beginning. This is going to be a long season. We're going to see how it all goes. But to come out with all these question marks, with all the controversy that was around Dion for leaving yeah. HBC and HBCU to go to this level and whether it was going to translate and whether it was the right thing to do and how it was all going to look, it, it legitimizes the entire situation. And, and now us talking about it, everyone talking about it, it trending the way that it was, and them really looking. This wasn't just a, a fluke. No, 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 no. That's what, that's what is really important about this game. TCU was in the national championship last year. Whatever they are this year doesn't matter. That's where they were at the end of last year. You come in with, against a team like that with all the questions that you have and go pound for pound, blow for blow with this team. On the road. On, on the road. road. Yeah, on the road. And finish the game yeah. off. and Incredible. finish. Finish the job. Incredible. It, it it's, it's, can't be understated how big of a deal me, it is. Let me not, tell you not something. Not just for the school, but for Let me tell you something, though. No coach in college football wanted to see Dion get nah, this one didn't. done. Didn't. True. Nobody. Like, from what we've seen on Saturday, it is over for all these co- And I'm not saying he's going to the national championship this year, next year, but it's over. Yeah. That's all these recruits, everybody yeah. needed to see. Yeah. Can Dion win? We know we would love to play for Dion. We know Dion got fire cleats. We know Dion bringing in all these NFL players, NFL coaches, and all that. But can he win? Now that they have seen what Dion has done, it's over for college football. That's the same thing. It's like, like if, if I said well, the best coach is probably Nick Saban. Yeah. Why would you want to play for Nick Saban? The first thing I'm going to say is, well, his experience. He has these championships. Mm-hmm. If I said, why would you want to play for Deion Sanders? Because I can relate to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We came from the same environment yeah. as, as a player, et cetera. Yeah. So he's going to get so many recruits because of that part. Think about that. Like, Shady, I don't think the know it's changed around, too. Shady, you and I got to spend uh, about an hour, maybe 30 to 45 oh, yeah, minutes with Dion. We were yeah. at the Super Bowl, and we got to spend roughly 30 to 45 minutes with Dion. And I really want to highlight this. Dion Sanders, he has a gravitational pull of excellence. Mm-hmm. People ask, well, what makes Dion so special? He has a gravitational pull of excellence, if you will, because whenever you're around Dion, you have to be on your best behavior athletically, emotionally, intellectually, whatever the case may be, because he's excellent. Yeah. And when excellence is around you, it draws that excellence out of you. Shady and I were in a conversation with Dion during the course of the Super Bowl. I was just supposed to be a guest on Shady's show. I was not supposed to be hosting the show. Mm-hmm. Dion showed up, and all of a sudden, I sat up straight and I said, you know what? <laughs> it's time for me to start hosting. You did take over. Because it's time for me to be excellent. <laughs> yeah. I was chilling. I was in a full sweatsuit. I was relaxing. But then when Prime showed up, I sat up because excellence begets excellence. And what Dion has done for this Colorado program, for these Colorado players, for this Colorado organization, is he has made them become excellent because he is excellent. And so when you talk about it, Shady Joy, when you talk about it, Jay, when you talk about it, I just wanted to highlight it with my own personal anecdotal story because I've been there. You and I have been there chilling and Dion showed up and it was time to wake up. And I actually known Dion for years. I remember when uh, when I first met him, I was so excited. Like, whoa, I just met yeah. Deion Sanders. And then he was looking at me like, this is Shady McCoy. So we kind of built a relationship. And, and one thing about Deion I love is that he embraces everybody. Yeah, like, he knows who he is. He knows he's a big name, a big personality, but he brings everybody together. And when I, when I look at him as a coach, talk about, do, do you believe? Mm. Do you believe? Mm. And it's basically saying, like, listen, 
I know what they're saying about us. I know what they think about me. He's a different type of coach. Yeah. He don't look the same. If you uh, turn the channel, you look at all the, the head coaches in college. Mm-hmm. They don't look like Deion Sanders. No. They don't look like Coach Prime. They don't talk like him. They don't walk like him. Yeah. And he brings that swagger, and it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. But as a player, you love that. And that's one thing I, I loved about him when I met him is that he's comfortable being himself with his swagger, the way he talks, and he brings a lot of love. And you can see it. His players, even when the guys from Jackson State, they all talk about how much they love Coach yeah. Prime. And even now in Colorado, they're doing the same thing. And, and that's something as, as a coach you can't teach, right? It's some, dudes, that. it's some dudes that's blessed to be coaches. It's some dudes that just... It ain't too many dudes got what Dion got. I had no. the opportunity to work with Dion at the NFL Network for years, right? And when you walked into meetings, right, it was just the expectation, right? And the confidence was contagious. And when you look at Dion right now, I don't care if he's on TV. I don't care if he's coaching. I don't care if he's playing. The confidence is contagious. And that's what went through his football team. That's what he did when he played. That's what he did when he was on TV. And all of that is important, mm-hmm. but I don't want to discredit the fact that they're a good team. They are. <laughs> like, yeah. Confidence is important. Yeah. Swagger is important. Playing with a chip on your shoulder, being around excellence, all of that is great, but you can't make a, an average player great based off of all that. You can make a good player great. You can make a great player legendary, but the, you can't change the talent level that someone has. He brought in high-level talent. Yes, he did. They were coached well. Mm-hmm. They responded to adversity throughout the game, being down, coming back, finishing the game, playing well in the mm-hmm. trenches. So all-encompassing, all of that is definitely what he brings, yeah. but they were coached well, and they beat a legitimate team in it's, TCU. It, 100%. And real quick, we got to give a lot of credit to, to Travis, uh, Travis Hunter. Uh, Hunter. Like, yeah, he different. I played a game for a long time, bro. I was thinking about, he played, what, 144 snaps? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how crazy that is? First of all, this is how special he is. I got to play corner, right? And if you watch the game, they play a lot of man coverage, yeah. a lot of following, a lot of running. Yeah. Okay, they punt the ball, cool. I get a break for one play. Now I'm going to offense, and I'm the number one receiver yeah. running go routes. Yeah. Mm. To be in shape like that, and Chip Kelly offense, we always want to get like um, 100 plays a game, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would be tired. No doubt. Imagine playing both sides of the ball. That's one part to be in shape. What about how smart he is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got to know all the defensive coverages. Okay, okay, okay. Adjustments. Okay, now I go over and we're offense. Yeah. Well, I'm I know all the, uh, the different mm-hmm. adjustments there. Like, this kid is special, bro. And he yeah. reminds me of, like, that Chris Gamble, that Charles yeah, Woodson. Ohio State, yeah. He's Michigan. in that. What's the kid from um, Michigan? Um, 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 the safety. Uh, Peppers. Uh, Jabril. Jabril. Peppers. Jabril. Jabril. Like, like kind of a little bit of that. Like, you can put him anywhere. Yeah, but they're not if, doing if, what Travis is doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying it's special to watch. No, what I'm saying is, is Travis is special playing a starting lot. offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it ain't splash plays. Yeah. Go get a reverse, no. Charles Woodson. Go. It, it no. ain't. It ain't that. He Even Dion and Cotton. He is playing, playing. offense, yeah. and for me, it's so special because. You sit in the offensive meetings where all the stuff you got to know. Why the defense is in That's another meeting going over all the stuff you got to know. So for <laughs> me to be in a defensive meeting sitting there like, yep, I know everything the offense is. How do you think he, do, he does that, though? Think about that. Cause I was listening to uh, Prime gave an interview earlier today on Undisputed with Skip, uh, Skip Bayless, Michael Irvin, amongst others. And he said that he did not practice Travis Hunter over the course of the week. Okay. He didn't practice him until Friday mm-hmm. before the game versus right. uh, TCU. I've never heard of that at the collegiate level. At the pro level, yeah, yeah. Pros, they sit. They yeah. don't play until Thursday, I, I, Friday before yeah, the game. Yeah, after, after year seven, I ain't playing. Of course. I ain't practice until Friday. But Shady you know said I mean? year seven in the National Football exactly. League. Exactly. Travis Hunter is in year two in college. Yeah. Yeah. But let me put in context before we take you all to break. Travis Hunter's 144 snaps more than Georgia, Florida State, <laughs> Texas, <laughs> Alabama, USC, and Ohio State. Travis Hunter individually played more snaps than those teams played 
collectively. Mm. Mm. Mind-boggling. I'll break down exactly how we did it <laughs> later on in the show. But coming up, a small quarterback rivalry is brewing. Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Who do we have more faith in? That is next on Speak. Don't forget, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. We are just getting rolling here. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. the second and short is our second topic of the day got to keep this one tight but it is so interesting see what matters in jacksonville trevor lawrence doug peterson trevor lawrence last year together but that man justin herbert is a bad man has all the tools you need at the quarterback position but this begs the question remember last year they both made it to the playoffs but herbert could not get past lawrence in that wild card round if i'm not mistaken and so herbert jumped out to an early lead Lawrence and Doug Peterson, they came marching methodically back. Joy, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, a lot of similarities between the two. Both top five picks, one being number one, one being right there behind it. But who will have a better season this season? Tick, 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 tick. Why are you looking at me like that? Look, I don't really want to answer this question, but we're here, so, so I'm going to do it. I have to do it. You know, this is what I get paid to do. Uh, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence, but it's not because I think he is more talented or further along than Justin Herbert. One, I think that he's going to take a big step up in his third year, another year under Doug Peterson. They did match up head-to-head last year, and you just explained what happens. Now, not all of that was on Trevor Lawrence. You could get one defensive stop, but we're not going to get into that. I think he's going to have a better year this year because of the division as well. This is all lined up for Jacksonville. I really like the addition of Calvin Ridley. I think that's going to help with their offense in, in a lot of ways. We know what Justin Herbert's capable of doing with the numbers, but I, I think it's going to be a big year for Jacksonville. I'm with you. I think Trevor Lawrence has a better year than Justin Herbert. Now, mm. it's a nuanced take. If you're only looking at gross statistics, I believe Justin Herbert will have a better year. Yeah. I think Justin Herbert will throw for more touchdowns. I think Justin Herbert will throw for more yards. But if you happen to look at that fine print, there's something called interceptions. Mm. There's something mm. called wins. Mm. That is where I think Trevor Lawrence will have the advantage. Mm. Justin Herbert, he will do more things gross statistically because he has Keenan Allen at wide receiver, Mike Williams at nine wide receiver, and the player who TCU missed most in that game versus Colorado was number one overall pick. First round pick, Quentin Johnson, 6'5", 225. The Chargers drafted him in the first round. He is now a part of Justin Herbert's team, Justin Herbert's Calvary. So I think Herbert will do better, James, statistically, mm. gross statistics. Mm. But when it comes down to it, it's going to be Lawrence who has a better seat. You stole my notes. We got the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, Joy, Joy, said, Joy said everything right, right? You look at the vision first off, right? You playing the Texans. You playing the Colts. Who else you playing in that division? Uh, nobody. <laughs> nobody, like, right? So when you, when, you look, when you look at the division, right, with the addition of Calvin Ridley, and you have Christian Kerr, and you have Zay Jones, and you have Evan Ingram, and you have a running game, it's all set up for, me, for, for him to have success. So for me, yes, when you talk about Justin Herbert may have a little bit more talent than him, than him, but I don't know statistically if he's gonna have a better year mm-hmm. with who he's playing, with who Trevor Lawrence is playing, Fair. with Calvin Ridley, who is a bona fide number one receiver, and I'm telling y'all he's gonna be a top five receiver in this league when this season is over, yeah. right? With Calvin Ridley, so I think statistically Trevor Lawrence is 
stats are going up. Okay. And mm. they might be better than Justin Herbert's this year, right? Justin Herbert got to go through the Broncos defense. Yeah. He got to go through the Chiefs. He got to go through the Raiders, right? It's a tougher division. They got, he got to play them dudes twice a year. So for me, I know you got Kellen Moore, but I think Trevor Lawrence is set up to be in this MVP conversation, stats-wise, wins-wise, yeah. and all of it. I think he's going to have a jump you, like that. You guys got something there with the division. I can't argue that. What, what I can argue is, well, first, I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to say um, 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 uh, Chargers. Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. 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 Yeah. Justin Herbert. Who's a better quarterback? I just want to know for you guys. Uh, Justin Herbert. I, 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 would, hey. I would say I'm still I'm still. I, I, I think Justin Herbert is a better quarterback right now. What you think, big guy? I'm going Justin Herbert. I think he's way better. And, and like, uh, when I, way, yeah. I think he's way better. Mm. Yo, when I watch Trevor Lawrence, right, I, I think he has some talent, but I don't see what everybody gets, like, so hype about. Fair. When you really watch the Jags play, ETN's the running back, right? Yes, sir. They go through him. Yeah. Where Herbert, the offense goes through Herbert. No doubt. When we win and lose, it's because of what I do. No doubt. You know what I mean? When he had guys that was injured, the wide receivers, he had to carry that load. Mm-hmm. Where I haven't seen Trevor Lawrence do that. Ooh, turn the table. I'm just saying. What I see is they, 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 they run the ball well. Yep. And then if that doesn't work, Turn the table Their on. offense don't be that great. Watch I don't where, know. Watch where you're putting this ball. I don't, well, that's what you say. When I, and I watch it. I don't know. You told me that Justin Fields is a good quarterback. So, and he throws the ball well. <laughs> All I'm saying is this. When I, when I watch the Jags, I do think that he would have a better year because he's with a hell of a coach. No doubt. I, I, I played with Doug Peterson, right? No and I know what type of coach he is. He develops his players. And you see what he did in Philadelphia under Andy Reid. So, I know what he can do. But when I look at Justin Herbert, he goes out and gets it done by himself, right? As in he has his weapons, but they're yeah. going to rely on him. And when they win and lose, it's done, under, uh, That's the question. I mean, well, 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 well hold on. Well, first of all, it's a team game. At first, it's a team game, first of all. It is. I mean, I mean, you know, well, like well, the defense can get one. Well, you didn't, you didn't say it's a team get, game when you was talking about Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> the defense can get one stop. I got, got four turnovers. All I'm saying is when I, when I look at certain players, especially as a quarterback, like, yeah. what makes you special? Who was the quarterback they couldn't get one hold stop on, though? What makes you special? I'm just asking a question. You thought he had a great year? You thought he had a great I'm just asking a question. You're down by that many points. You need one stop, but they can't stop him. I'm answering your question. Okay. I'm not true. I'm answering your question. <laughs> you think he played great that game? No, obviously. He can't he play well enough okay, to get it done. Okay, anyway. So I'll, 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 I'll great? finish. Let me finish my tape. Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. I'm saying is this. When I look at a quarterback, what makes him special, right? For so long, since he was in Clemson, he told me how special this guy was. When I watched him, he's surrounded by all these great players. I mean, I haven't seen a bad Clemson quarterback, have you? No, nah, not in a while. Okay. So, so they all look good. Goes in the NFL. He had a rough start. That's cool. You're a rookie. Of course. Has, he's getting better and better and better. I just don't see... When they, when they put his name out there, I don't know because he's still young and he, and he has a lot room for growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's with Doug Pearson. Maybe that's what it is. But when I watch Justin Herbert off the rip, I'm like, wow, he wows you. So, yeah, I, I would say that I would, I would go with Justin Herbert. I will say to, you, to your point, Herbert has not done as far as wowing me what Lawrence has not done as far as wowing me what Herbert has absolutely. done. But, Shady, I, I, absolutely. it's hard for me to fault Herbert because he cra- hasn't necessarily been asked to do it's it. Crazy. In the sense that it's crazy Doug you Peterson, talking about the wow at the quarterback spot now. Not to cut you off, but it's did, crazy did, that you talking about the wow at the quarterback spot. Because mm-hmm. you played with a dude that don't wow you, and you'll take him over everybody. I played who? Tom Brady? Yeah. He don't wow you with his arm and throws, and, but you're taking him over everybody, Bro, though. I hope Tom ain't watching this, though. No, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, no, I'm going to let you, I'm let you but, but elaborate. What, what point yeah, are you making? What, he well, what, I, what I'm saying is, is he don't win more than, more than uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? Trevor Lawrence beat him in the playoffs, right? You get, you get what I'm saying, right? So he's going and saying, when I watch Justin Herbert, it's the wow factor that I'm like, well, I'm, ta- I'm taking him, right? But the greatest quarterback of all time didn't wow you. 
But he, but he won, and you taking him yeah. over everybody. I, I guess I guess when oh. when you're talking about Tom, there's outlier, right? There's outlier. This guy's crazy. I, if you, I, I do understand what you're saying in regards to. Do Herbert. you? Yeah, in regards to because Herbert, when you turn on the tape, Herbert does things that most other quarterbacks just don't do. Can't most do other quarterbacks. They just they can't, can't do. do. But it's because when Doug Peterson is scheming you up, I'm not going to be mad if Doug Peterson has schemed up the screen to go the distance. Okay. I don't, I don't, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, real quick, Joy. See, I was about to get there. We watched a lot of games where some of his best games, and I've seen like six, seven screens. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. dang, like, are we serious right now? So we sitting here saying that Justin Herbert don't check this thing down to Austin Eckler? He absolutely does. He absolutely does. And screens to Austin Eckler? Okay. All I'm saying is I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to take a step up next year. I can't get with you on the Tom Brady thing because I don't, I don't, we don't compare anybody to Tom Brady. He's, he sounds He's wild. over there. It's, it's a rule show. He's like, it's a, yeah, he's it's like over a speak. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear what y'all say. That's the rule. Yeah, we don't compare to Tom Brady. It's the wild factory, he said. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he, got seven, he got seven wild it's factors. Just the wild he, factor. he ran out of fingers hey. to put the, the wild Joe factor. Joe Montana said he won Dan Marino because the wild factor. He ain't better than Tom. Okay. Hold on. We're getting crazy. Yes. It's only Monday. <laughs> it was, it's Tom Brady. I'm saying Justin Herbert is further along in his NFL career. No We've doubt. seen more of him. He, we, saw, we saw the wow factor right away. Wow factor is great. We love that. It's very special. It only matters if you win in the postseason once you no. get to a certain point, which is where Justin Herbert is now. Trevor Lawrence has the edge on him, whether he's as wow as him or not. How you finish the game, there is no asterisk that said that Justin Herbert looked wow, better yeah. while throwing the ball. He finished the game. He got the win. I think this year he's going to take a significant step up, and we will be able to see that right. wow factor from him that we saw at Clemson because he's matured in his NFL career. He has the confidence of a, a playoff win. He has the adversity of how that game went as well. That builds in you, as particularly as a quarterback. Justin Herbert's still great, and nobody's Tom Brady. When is the Wow Factor podcast released? You know what? I like to do this with players. If you switch them, right? If you put Herbert with, with Doug Peterson and that team, like, I think, I think they'd be a lot, lot better. But I think but, be a lot, but, lot better. But Trev still has success, though. Trev is a good quarterback. He's good. Right? He's good. He's just saying. We will get to more of that in a moment. But when we return, huge defensive stars are absent in football right now. Uh-oh. Chris Jones, Brian Burns, that man has 20 sacks over the last two years. Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year. And they're not at camp. Y'all realize we're four days away from a mm. game. Mm. Can the Chiefs win the Super Bowl without Chris Jones? Mm. That's next. That's a tough one. Wow. This dude just said Tom Brady. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. We are in third and long third topic of the day. Now, this might be the most fascinating because there are several defensive stars that are absent right now because they're trying to get paid. Brian Burns, 12 and a half sacks last year. Do run the practice today. Shocking. Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year last year, 18 and a half sacks 
and he's absent as well. Bosa gone. Burns gone. Chris Jones, Uh y'all. Chris Jones, he gone. It does not make sense to me. You're talking about 45 sacks between three players, and they're not presently with their team, and we are three days away from football. You got to hear the sound that Travis Kelsey said when he was talking about Chris Jones' absence. Y'all take a listen. Chris, can you please come back? You're really scaring me, man. I don't, I don't get it. He, you must know something that I don't know because I just don't get it. I really want to get another Super Bowl ring with you, brother. At this point, you kind of just prepare to play the game with the guys that are in the building um, and let the, the front office and stuff handle that. Shady, you won a Super Bowl with Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes. You won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs, so you know about winning a Super Bowl with the Chiefs and what it takes to do so. But Chris Jones ain't present. One of the best defensive players in football for Context America. He wants a new contract. It doesn't need to be Aaron Donald money, but he says he wants to be close. Can the Chiefs win a Super Bowl? Can they go back-to-back first time since 0304? Can they do it without Chris Jones? Tell the world. I'm going to say no. I've been over there. And, And... Just how important that Patrick Mahomes is to the team, to the offense, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, just how important he is, Chris Jones is just as important, no right? When, it's, when they need a sack or they need a tackle for loss yep. or they need a big play on defense, yeah. it's Chris Jones all the way. And, and when I look at the Chiefs, they are coached very, very well, and, and, and they have a quarterback that is so special. Mm-hmm. But without Chris Jones, the Chiefs are not the Chiefs. Chris Jones is a special player. Mm. I can think of only maybe one interior lineman on defense that wrecks the game like him is Aaron Donald, obviously. Of course, the of course. second one is Chris Jones. Yeah. And if they don't get Chris Jones this, this money and this contract, he doesn't play, I don't see the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl. He's that important. That's, that's, a, that's no small statement you just made. Man, listen, man. Because they lost Tyreek Hill, they went listen. back and won the Super Bowl. Chris Jones is that important I, in your mind? Because he's on the other side of the ball. See, like, Patrick Mahomes is so good where he might, he might not need tri- or, um, um, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He showed us that. Yeah. He, got, he got it done with Juju Schuster as his number one receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Reid's super clever. They get the dice up on the offense. But on the deeper side of the ball, Andy don't run that over there. Yep, yep, right? Yep. And, and I think that with, with Chris Jones, he's free. He can play on the end. He can play inside. He can play everywhere. No doubt. And he has that thing where he's special. Just as special as Travis Kelsey is, that's how Chris Jones is on defense. Wow. And he makes that thing go. When I was there, they had um, the Honey Badger. He was, he yep. was a, a, a leader. Mm-hmm. He was more of the defensive leader, the defensive voice. Mm-hmm. Chris Jones didn't really say much. because he, he's Much big, younger than Big, guy, big guy, right, with a soft voice, right? Yep. But you turn that tape, you turn that field, we need to play, he going to get that play. Yep. So I just think that for them to go to the Super Bowl back again, to be as dominant as they were, yep. as they are, Chris Jones got to be on that field. If not, I mean, hey. I don't oh, know. Shady, you're absolutely right, right? When you, when you look at this last year when they lost Tyreek Hill, we like, oh, shoot, they lost their speedster, big-time yeah. playmaker, just scored in 13 seconds. Get Like, what is Pat going to do? Pat showed you I'm that dude. I'm going to cover all that up, That's right. right? But let's just keep it 100. It's games in the playoffs that Chris Jones closed out himself. That's true. That's true. Patty, I don't need you. I'm going to close this thing out myself. Last year in the AFC Championship when the Chiefs scored, Chris Jones closed that game out getting after Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. There is no championship. There is no Super Bowl without Chris Jones in that building. It might not be the two he got on his finger right now and the one that Shady got Mm -hmm. if Chris Jones is not there. He is that important. He's the Patrick Mahomes of the defense. 
Everything goes down on the defense numbers-wise, statistics-wise when he is not in the ball game. They are 4-3 and three when he is not in the ball game, right? That's average. With him in the ball game, they 48-11. That's excellent. You need Chris Jones in the building. If Chris Jones is not there on that football field, ready to play and be the Chris Jones that we know he can be, there is no Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. They will lose to Joe Burrow. They will lose to Josh Allen. I don't care who it is in that AFC. They are not getting it done without 9-5. Yeah, you're both right. Shady said it. Patrick Mahomes is on the other side of the ball. You need that leader. There's two sides of the ball. We focus a lot on offense, and obviously this, the way that this league has changed, you need that kind of dynamic playmaking mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball if you're going to win. But, 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 but you that. also need a defensive player to mm-hmm. make big plays, particularly in the biggest games. We can talk all we want about the Rams' Super Bowl. Why did they win that Super Bowl? Aaron Donald. The defense. Von Miller, Aaron Donald. That's why they won that, that Super Bowl. Out. We just have to, we, and both of those Super Bowls for the Chiefs were also won because of Chris Jones. He had three huge plays in Super Bowl 54, and he, the, the play that you're talking about with Joe Burrow, he sacked Joe Burrow on, on third down, which led to the Chiefs' game-winning field goal. That was Chris Jones. Patrick Mahomes does not influence that. Andy Reid does not influence that. You have to have him there. And if I'm Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, who we just heard from, I'm a little confused. Didn't Patrick Mahomes take a team-friendly deal? Hmm. Is Travis Kelsey on a team-friendly deal to stay with the Chiefs? Mm -hmm. So if I'm running lower than what I'm worth, why are all our players not here? Mm. Particularly ones that we are speaking about publicly that need to be in the building. I'm a little confused about that. If I'm Travis Kelsey, I'm a little offended because I'm worth a certain amount of money that I'm not taking so that we can keep players like Chris Jones in the building. Yeah, Chris just saying, ain't no team-friendly over here. But Joy Joy makes a great point because we got to keep in mind, Patrick Mahomes, I believe, is maybe the sixth or seventh highest paid quarterback in the National Football League right now, and he should obviously be the first. He took a team-friendly deal because he signed a 10-year, $450 million deal, allowing the Chiefs to spread out their money. Travis Kelsey, I believe now he is the third or fourth highest paid tight end behind Darren Waller, and somebody got paid maybe last week. Hawkinson for the Minnesota Vikings, becoming higher paid than Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey should obviously be the highest paid tight end in the league. So, Joy, as you brilliantly state, these players are sacrificing money Mm -hmm. for the sake of winning. They're not sacrificing money so the Chiefs can just keep it in their pocket. However, (laughs) the Chiefs have always proven to do good business. Because what I do find fascinating, remember, the Giants didn't want to pay Saquon. We killed off the Giants, right? How are you not going to pay Saquon your best player? The Colts didn't want to play Jonathan Taylor. We killed off the Colts. How are you not going to play Jonathan Taylor best player? But Chris Jones is the third best player on that team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could argue the second if you want to say Chris and Travis Kelsey, but uh, Travis Kelsey's a friend, so I got to air with no doubt. doubt. Uh, So Chris Jones is the third best player on the team, and they're not choosing to pay him 2-5. As somebody who's played for the Chiefs and won for the Chiefs, are they making a mistake, or do you trust everybody in KC? Well, Brett Veach is the GM, and I've been knowing him for a long time. He's a smart dude. I mean, you can look at the team that he put together with the Chiefs, so he knows what he's doing. I think they will get a deal done. I think it's a matter of this, this how much. I mean, I, I know Chris very well, and I know his agents, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think they want what they want. It's that type of yeah. thing. And, yeah. and he deserves it, though. Yeah. He deserves it. But to keep this thing going for the Chiefs, he may not get the top deal, right? And I don't think he wants to do that. I just, I just think that Chris Jones is so special that he is. they got to get it he done, is. man. They got to get it done. Because on defense, I'm thinking about, man, well, who are they paying on defense? Because Fred, uh, Frank Clark had a big deal. He's gone. He's gone. 
Who has a big deal a lot over of there? Young, y'all, the young a lot players of young in the second. Players. A lot of young, and the reason why is because when you have so much money on the offense, right? You know, any reason, offensive guy, mm-hmm. and all the talents on offense. On defense, they don't have as much talent. Yeah. But you have a guy like Chris Jones, it's the equalizer, right? Equalizer just came out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing this. But I get it because Chris Jones, yeah, the secondary might not be that great. Carolina linebackers was pretty good. Maybe we don't have a great pass rush. But when I'm there, that don't matter. Because I'm going to get it done. That's why they got to get the deal done because he's so special to that team. And, and, this, and the standard is the standard, right? Getting to the AFC Championship, winning the division, that's not the standard for the Chiefs. That's regular for them. That's regular for them, yeah. right? The standard is getting to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. That's what they are chasing, right? So as an organization, when you turn the tape on, it's not a surprise that you guys are in these Super Bowls with, without, without Chris Jones out there. Chris Jones is making a bunch of plays. So for me, as an organization like Joy touched on, right, the money is out there, right, because Travis Kelsey ain't caused no problems holding out for some more money, right. right? Patrick Mahomes took a little deal, right? So get Chris Jones in the building. And I don't like situations like this because when Chris does come back, when Bosa does come back, they're not just going in there playing Travis Hunter snaps. Yeah. Right now they got to work him back into it. So, yeah, 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 so it could be week four until he's finally back to himself, right? So for me, you got you to get him in the building if but you're about to, chasing champions. Real quick, to Andy Reid's credit, though, and he's my guy, but I'm being honest, he don't really have a lot of this, though. He normally gets deals done. Only deal he really didn't get done that was like a big thing was T.O. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, T.O. got paid like a year before and he wanted to get it another one. But he normally gets his players their contracts. I mean, just look at, just look at the teams that win the let Super me, Bowl, man. Joy, let me make plays on defense. Let me ask you how much, because obviously I trust Andy Reid. I trust Brett Veach at the Super Bowl. I trust got him, to yeah. talk to him after the win and just, and, and just share a conversation and such. How much do you trust the Chiefs? Because at the end of the day, we all said, Shady, obviously you notably said it. I co-signed it. You lose Tyreek Hill, you ain't going. No doubt. We all did. Yeah. Everybody yeah. probably should have said that, given how good Tyreek Hill is. Right. They went back and won. So at the end of the day, the Chiefs clearly know more than I do. Got to say they know more than Shady does. How much do you trust the Chiefs in all of this to either get it done when it matters or maybe they'll figure it out? Ooh. I mean, I trust them. But to Shady's point, when you have Patrick Mahomes, when you have a Tom Brady, when you have players of that caliber, when you have an Aaron Rodgers, you can cover up. Deficiencies on that side of the ball. Mm -hmm. He doesn't play defense, and you have to have a playmaker like Chris Jones in the building, especially in the AFC where you're going up against talent like Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, down the list. So you, you can't. You can't disguise that. There's nothing Patrick Mahomes can do to, dis- to disguise these type of plays that you're making, not just throughout the regular season, in the Super Bowl, Correct. in the AFC Championship game. So, yeah, I trust Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and I trust the Kansas City Chiefs to do good business because they generally do. But you, you, can't, you can't trick it off at, no. the, at, at the end of the day if on that side of the ball. And, again, yeah. you really don't have an excuse because you have the, the best in the business right now in the building in Patrick Mahomes who took less money. You have Travis Kelsey who took less money. They didn't do that so you could lose someone like a Chris Jones. And really quick, right, the fastest way to the quarterback is straight up the middle, right, mm-hmm. where Chris Jones plays, right, D-tackle. The Kansas City Chiefs are not in close ball games. The Kansas City Chiefs are always playing with the lead. Name me another pass rusher. 
Exactly. Chris Jones is the only one that's really getting pressure. You talking about you finna compete with Aaron Rodgers. You finna compete with Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Go on down the line. Lamar Jackson, go on down the line with these quarterbacks in the AFC with no pass rush, knowing that with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, you're going to be playing with some leads? Like, come on. It ain't finna happen. You got to get him in there. Wait, real quick. Nice list you had. Would I be tripping if I put Russell Wilson in there? That list? You would be tripping. Okay, never mind. All right, family, when we return, it was the story of the weekend, really the story of the first month of the college football season. Deion Sanders and Colorado shocked the world versus TCU. Yeah. I got to pull out a little bit of tape to show you just how great Deion's coaching acumen was and how he did it. That's next on Speed. Get him prime. Harper hits one in the air, looks back. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Come on in, family. Come on in. Take your seats. We are in the film room. Two plays. Two plays really embody how great Deion Sanders was as a coach. It's not about the jewelry. It's not just about the pregame speeches. It's about the X's and O's. Colorado TCU, they saw the exact same play. Colorado executed it. TCU did not. Now, it's very simple. It's the goal line. TCU has already marched 95 yards down the field. Colorado, they're in man. Linebacker has a running back. Safety has a slot receiver. Cornerback, Travis Hunter. This man he's on the outside receiver but there's a problem when the running back goes to the flat there's not going to be able to guard him the linebacker can't because of all the bodies in the way so now look running back goes to the flat linebacker he can't get there it's all good because Colorado has been coached hey Travis Hunter when your wide receiver when he disappears hey you're going to see this wide receiver you're going to see a running back in the flat and that's how he got that intercepted take another look at it because it really is mind blowing once again look Travis Hunter he's out here but just like James is saying off camera look at his eyes as soon as this wide receiver goes inside oh pass it off pass it off and then Travis Hunter interception it was masterful it was masterful but my favorite part about it TCU sees the exact same picture See, TCU, they see the exact same picture, but they don't execute it. Now, at this point at home, you all know what's going on. Man, man, man. Same picture. What's going to happen? Running back going to go to the flat. Cornerback for TCU should intercept it, right? Wrong. When you see the play develop, all of a sudden, you're like, wait a second. Where are you going? Where you See, Travis Hunter, TCU, where, where, where are you going? Just like that, now you have a wide open touchdown for the Colorado running back. Whereas TCU could not execute it, Colorado could execute it. Shady, when I was watching the game mm-hmm. and thinking about Deion Sanders, I was like, yo, this is coaching, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. It's coaching. Bro. Like, I just saw yeah. the exact same play. Yep. Colorado, TCU. Yeah. Colorado, they executed it, ended mm-hmm. a drive, interception. TCU didn't execute it. I was like, that's prime. Yeah. That's putting the players in positions to succeed. Those two plays really just Even blew my then um, on Hunter's pick, you can see how it's his discipline with his eyes. Yes. Like, like you was taught that. Yeah. I know he's talented. He's oh, great. You see it but you can see he was taught that. And yep. they worked that in practice yep. all day. Yes. Soon he, he read it, boom, he jumped yep. on it. And 
That's why St. Proud's doing a great job over there. Yep. It's one thing to have talent, and it's another thing to coach the talent. Because we all play with talented players. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, so yeah. talented. Talk about it. But he can't get it. Yeah. Well, them boys over there, they getting it. They talented and they getting it. But for me, we've seen all the plays Travis made. Right? You've seen the pick. You just showed that play right there, and it's one thing you ain't touch on. Talk to me. You're not leaving Travis. Mm-hmm. That's why the running back going to the flat. That's the Travis effect. He's coming over on that, on that shallow cross, and the corner's going with him. I ain't leaving 12. You got me? And then the running back to the flat, right? That's the Travis Hunter effect on both yeah. sides of the ball, even if he ain't getting the ball. Shady, what? What'd you learn? Well, you called it. You said Colorado was going to win, so yeah. you didn't learn that. But, like, what did you learn when, you were sh- when the world was shocked? Not you, but when the world was shocked. Before, before I answer that, do you believe now? Do you believe? I believe. Thank God he believes that. <laughs> um, so what did I learn? Yeah, man. What did you learn in it, watching the game? Well, first of all, the, the first thing is I learned that this team is legit. Like, like legit. They were 20 points underdogs? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know what Prime read that. Like, are they serious? And then once they got the game going... And you didn't learn this in the first half or, 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 or after halftime or the mm-hmm. third. You learned it's the first drive. Oh, wow, they playing. Oh, they scoring. Oh, they stopping them. So that's the first thing I learned. And the second thing is the difference of the talent. You look at the quarterback position. You look at the cornerbacks. Yeah. Like, it's a difference. Mm-hmm. So Dora looked great out there. He did. Boys, he looked comfortable. He, big boy in the pocket, yeah. right? And he didn't run as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, try to learn a lot about him because I don't know much about him, right? Obviously, he's prime son. I got some of the old um, clips from Jackson State. Yeah. Some of the games and watched him. He scrambled a lot more in Jackson State. Yeah. So don't watch this game like, wow, he didn't scramble as much. And he was scrambling to throw the ball. And just his poise and, and the, his ball delivery, man, I, I got to give Prime a lot of credit for what he's done with his boy. Yeah. Really, really good out there. Well, I learned, one, that TCU is back down here with the rest of us. So, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that season last year. No shade, but, yeah, that, that, was, that was last year. This is a new year. But I think it's, it's time to start taking Coach Prime seriously. Right. It's, it's time to right. give Coach Prime the space that we give all these other random coaches. Mm-hmm. People want to doubt greatness and how it's going to translate. It's easy to look at Prime and say, oh, this is all just smoke and mirrors. It's all just catchphrases. It's all just, <laughs> you know, NIL deals. It's not the real thing. And that's why I loved how that game went yesterday, because they did go back and forth. They were down. They had to come back. They, they, they matched up with a team that was in the national championship last year. They already matched their, their win total from last year. Right, yep. exactly. Won. So, so it's, it's not just that everything is, looks great and sounds great, and we have the quotes and, you know, I'm, I'm bringing my luggage and it's Louis. All, all that is amazing, and it's great for the sport, and I love it for recruiting. But it was a legitimate turnaround. Mm-hmm. He faced a lot of questions. And I, I know how that can be, but it's time, it's time to face the fact that he has done a legitimate job. They look coached. They look good in the trenches. The game plan went well. They came back for, from adversity throughout the game. All of yeah. that matters. This is, a, this is a real team. And now we can give Prime the space to thrive and continue to grow this program. For me... What I learned was every box was checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Everything that everybody had concerns about. What about this? What about that? What about this? Every box was checked. Can the quarterback from HBCU come in here and deliver, right? We don't Check. believe it. Check. 510-yard school record, right? Deion Sanders, right? Everybody always say he just has better players in the HBCU than these other schools, right? Is he really that good of a coach? Box mm-hmm. checked, right? Then you look at the trenches. Yes, they got the skill position. Can they battle with these big-time teams, the TCUs, the Georgias, whoever the U.S., in the trenches? Shador had all day. 
box checked. Defense, we got to clean up some stuff, but box checked, right? And at the end of the day, the number 17 team in the country, you get the W in Colorado, box checked. So for me, everything that was a concern, Deion Sanders and Colorado and his players checked every single box. It's interesting. Whenever I look at it, it games and look at coaching, I'm always like, are the players prepared? And not just are you prepared for the standard stuff. Hey, offense, you already know you're going to start. Let's skip the first 15. Defense, no, 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 I don't care about that. Joy, you, you mentioned something that was interesting as I was watching here in studio working that day. It wasn't until the end of the third quarter that Colorado was trailing. Yeah. Like, remember, Colorado got up first, mm-hmm. and then they kept the lead yeah. and maintained the lead. And I was like, yo, it's real easy to be in front. Everything going your way. It's real easy. Even right before halftime, Colorado takes a lead. But then momentum swung, mm-hmm. and it swung in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. in TCU, with their fans there. And I was like, what's going to happen now, Prime? Mm. And not just what's going to happen now, Prime. To Shady's point, what's going to happen now, Shador? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen now, quarterback? Mm-hmm. College football games more than any other are won and lost by the quarterback. What's going to happen now? And he didn't flinch. Yeah. Even after they went down and scored, TCU long kick return. Yeah. Hey, what's going to happen now? And they didn't flinch. End of the game, Shady, you talked about it off camera. TCU was running a route. Dylan Edwards, he's a freshman running back. It was really a pick route. Three receivers are going to try to pick the linebacker. Dylan Edwards is going to go underneath. But Shador, you got to deliver the ball in front of him so much so he can catch and run because it's fourth and two game on the line. Whole world watching. Box checked. And so I I was so pleasantly surprised. But here's my question now. Now that they've won, mm-hmm. everybody's singing their praises. Do you believe? You yeah. believe. Joy believes. I believe. Shady believes. Been believing. Been believing. <laughs> Now's where it gets tough. Mm-hmm. Because now you're going to Nebraska and you're a favorite. Mm-hmm. It's so easy, Shady. You've been there before. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to go into the locker room. Nobody believes in us. Yeah. It's us against the world. Now imagine they reading press clippings every day how good they are. Travis Hunter, best in the world. Shador, best in the world. Shiloh, best in the world. Everybody's telling them how good they are. Now you go into Nebraska as a favorite. I'm interested, Shady. How do you balance See, that? But I, that's when you need your coach, right? Mm-hmm. And I, he's going to humble them boys. Prom has been bigger than any player I've ever seen, right? <laughs> so he knows how I feel to be the, the guy or the glory. He's going to keep them guys humble. Another thing is this. He's going to make them also realize that, hey, don't forget now, they all doubted y'all. Mm-hmm. So you had one good game, right? Yeah. You, you guys are good now? Because people still want the worst for Prime. Yeah. Let's keep it real, though. They don't want to see this experiment because if this happens, you're going to see more black head coaches and you're going to see more players, yeah. ex-players become coaches. Yeah. They don't want to see that. They want to see the same old look what it looks like as a head coach. So I think that Prime's going to do a good job. But hold on, guys. Hold on. Before y'all get too much no big doubt. head. No doubt. Don't forget. They don't want us to succeed. They talk about how we from B, uh, HBCU. HBCUs. We that type of school. We we can't compete against uh, uh, um, uh, the Pac-12, yeah, the Pac-12, no, yeah. whoever it is, whoever it is. Yeah. So I love that about promise. You don't keep them guys motivated. Yeah. But not only not only that, right? What was the score? 45-42. Close. Forty-two. Right. So what what press clip was we reading? <laughs> right. We gave up forty-two. Right. That so as true. a head coach, you come in there. It's not like we just blew these dudes out and played flawless. We made the plays at the end when we needed to make the plays to win the game. Yeah. But we didn't play our best. And forty-two. I promise you ain't prime standards. I promise you ain't Coach Zimmer standards. Right. So it's stuff that they can approve on to where when you getting ready for Nebraska, it ain't no time to read no press clippings. 
There's a, there's a time to celebrate. I, I, and I, and no doubt. we're doing that for him today, and they deserve to feel that way and, and live in that moment. But Shady's right. That, 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 that passes. Then you back at practice, and it's hot out. Yep. And, you run, and you're going through. You get yelled at. You get yelled at. <laughs> and, and you're right. They did. That's what I love about this game, though. Is it was a real game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was, it was a real game. They easily could have lost that game playing with all those, those stats that they had. So you, you, you settle down. It's, it's, it's one game. I, th- yeah. I think if you're getting off the rails after one game, you probably didn't. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's the storyline I want to watch because it is just one game, but it's a bunch of 30-something pluses sitting at this desk. So you're talking about a bunch of 17, 18, 19s. I've been in the position where, like, oh, my God, we just won. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, now, no, no. Like, the, it's just going to be fascinating. Because Nebraska is still coming in with hype, but TCU yeah. is number 17, reigning national that, champ. The they got to get up for that's this. That's the belief part, though. It's like, so now, maybe you didn't believe before. Now do you guys believe? So now when it, it believes that we can be here, now is that we belong here. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And yes. We're we supposed to beat these teams. Yep. And real quick before we leave, yep. I got to give Shador one, Shador one more uh, love. As a young quarterback, I thought he would make some mistakes. He didn't make no mistakes. Poise. And Poise. it was a lot of drops. He could have had 600 yards. You know. I know. Right? I know. I know. He had 600 and, yards. And, and like, like Coach Prime said, I got, I got leaders and dogs, man. Ooh, I love that, too. Yeah, I, I got leaders and dogs. Because I wasn't a leader. I was a dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You said not every, <laughs> not, everybody, not every leader is a dog, and not every dog yeah, is a leader. Holla. <laughs> Walk a testimony. So I want, a, I want a good leader? No, but you was a dog, though. Uh, but you was a dog, though. Uh, uh, coming up, what in the world is going on in Arizona with Kyler Murray? Word on the street, he might not play at all this season, and the Cardinals have a very interesting reason as to why. We'll break it down for you and tell you all about it next on Speed. You was a dog, though, 2-5. Little man ain't trying to play. Give me his check. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Shut up, <man. laughs> All right, family, we are in overtime. Tyler Murray, huge storyline this offseason, named a team captain, but he's on the PUP physically unable to perform list. And he'll miss at least the first four games of the season, but it could be longer. Former NFL general manager says that Murray will not play the rest of the season since the Cardinals can't risk him getting injured and they'll be on the hook to pay him. Let me add context Mm. to all of this very quickly, James, before I go to you. Kyler Murray signed a major deal last season, became the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. He got hurt last season. Well, here's the kicker. The Arizona Cardinals, they own their first round pick and they own the Houston Texans first round Mm. pick. Many surmise they will draft Caleb Williams 30 minutes down the street out of Southern California. The dilemma is this. If you play Kyler Murray and he gets hurt and he can't pass his physical, then the Cardinals will be on the hook to pay him. So that's a little bit of the nuance, America, we want you updated in. So, James, now let me ask you with all of that context, do you expect Kyler Murray to miss the whole season? Hold on really quick. What did the GM say? Did the, G, the GM said that Kyler Murray won't play? It was a GM who says that he doesn't oh. anticipate Kyler Murray playing because yeah. he Contraries. doesn't want to risk him, mm. not, not their GM, yeah. a oh, GM. Gotcha, gotcha. A GM. Okay, so, yes. Yes. so for me, you said he a captain? He, he was named captain. Named captain, right? So C on your jersey? Yes, sir. Right. So if somebody ain't going to play for the whole season <laughs> and you out for the whole season, ain't no C going on your jersey. Mm. Well, we, I mean, we, we all can say that. If you know you in the locker room and you looking at him, right, obviously the people in the locker room know, hey, Kyler might not go. You're not going to get the C on your chest. For me, right, this is interesting. 
because I truly believe and feel that Kyler Murray has to take this field at some point during this season. You have to let, even if they want to go get Caleb, if Kyler Murray is not on the field, they are going to get the number one draft pick. They are that bad of a football team all around. Yes, sir. If Kyler Murray comes out there week eight, whatever it is, off the pup list and shows other teams that he can be the Kyler Murray that signed this 200 and something million dollar deal, right? And somebody could come trade for him. But if he does not take this field and let these other teams know that, hey, I could play still and all, who's going to trade for him with all that money? Who's going to trade for him with a lot of the baggage everybody says that, come with Kyle, that comes with Kyler Murray? I don't know who's going to trade for him. So I truly believe as a player, you have to step on the field and let the world know that I'm back off this ACL injury. I can still play at a high level whether the Cardinals want me or not. I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. Joy, you know we had this conversation two weeks ago, and I said the same thing. Now I just have a little more incentivization as to why I say it. One, if you're Kyler Murray, I don't believe you would want to play. Now, first off, we've heard many reports that Kyler doesn't love the game of football as much as others. But disregard that report. Let's just talk a little bit of common sense. Kyler is going to come back from an ACL injury, amongst other things. It wasn't just a clean ACL. And he's going to play for the worst team in football because the Arizona roster is already depleted and they will not be good. Not only is he going to do that, what is the incentivization to go out there and play? Now, if you're thinking larger scale, I'm also thinking this. If Kyler doesn't play this season, teams might think he still has something there. But if he goes out there and he plays and he plays bad, now we know he doesn't. Mm, I think about Deshaun Watson. Real quick, real quick. Yes, sir. You've been hurt? Of course. You've been hurt? Not really. Right. I'm, I'm not, I don't got to be season I'm ending. I never really season ending. Like I've been hurt too, not season ending. We ain't thinking like that. No. How fast not. can we get back on the football field when not. we got injured? But, but I right? do know this. I do know this. NFC West quarterbacks think about this. Even Matthew Stafford last year, he got hurt in week 11. It was a concussion. Yeah. Matthew Stafford and the Rams, we saw how sorry they were. He was like, oh, what am I going back out there for? I told you that. You, you said. They all Shady, be, Shady, funny enough, Shady called it about week nine, week ten. He was they like, all oh, be done. everybody's about to start getting hurt. Right. And it makes sense. If you're Aaron yeah. Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Kyler Murray, and the season is lost, what am I going back out there for? So that's just my, that's just my yeah, thought. I, I don't know about the C's as far as, like, captains, but he's going to see his way out that door. Mm. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> first, first of all, I look at – there's been players – that hasn't played or they played terrible and still got another chance when they were first-round draft picks. Of course. Of Carson, course. Yeah. Carson Wentz. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Right? After the third, I'm like, yo, they still give him money? They still let him start? Because this game, especially these coaches and these GMs, they're so arrogant. Yeah. Oh, okay. We know what? Because Kyler has some moments where he's playing high. No doubt. No doubt. Last year. So you know what they're going to do? Yeah. We're going to look at that film. Yep. We're going to get that out of Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he will play this year. Because, okay, so he's on the pup list for, what, four games? Four weeks. They're going to be 0-4. Let's four. get that straight, right? Four. <laughs> then they're going they, 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 to he's gonna, he's gonna ramp it up a little bit to practice. To, yep. Right? They're going to have two, three more games they're going to lose. Yep. So now we start on 0-7. Yeah, 0-7. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Why am I? Mm. I've never been there. I've been there. Anyway, mm. why am I coming back to play? For what? For who for what? Ricky yeah. Waters said that he had a book. He's from Harrisburg, one of the best running backs. For who for what? Anyway, why would I come back? For what? For who? So now we 0-8. Yeah, I'm going to sit this thing out and be, I'm going to get more healthy, yeah. right? And then they probably won't get a first-round draft pick and, and go get Caleb, but I'm going to just sit it's it out. the pride of a turn. football player, man. Mm-hmm. It's the pride of a football player. I'm not sure yet. It looks like a duck. It quacks like a duck. It, it smells like a duck. It, you know what it, is? it might be chicken. It's a duck. <laughs> it's a duck. <laughs> I said it might be a chicken. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> we do have AI now, so you, Come on now. you know what I mean? It's very good. We have to, to double-check. It's very duck-like. 
But you're playing the, the if game. Of course. There's no guarantee you're going to be bad enough to get the first pick. There might be another team that insists on being worse than you. You can mess around and win one or two games and get yourself out of that position. And nobody who is, is, has a number one overall pick in next year's draft who doesn't already have their quarterback secured, a, a Chiefs, a Bengals, a, a, a Ravens, a Bills, they're not, that's the only way you're getting into that spot. Right. They're not moving off of that spot. They're going to be taking Caleb Williams. If they have a question about their quarterback, they're taking Caleb Williams. So you better make sure you're the worst. You better make sure you're the worst if you're going to play this game. Because right now you do have a highly paid player in the building who has shown flashes. Maybe we have some questions about him, but he got that money for a reason. It wasn't an accident that they paid him. Now he has a very good agent and they were very strategic, (laughs) but they didn't have to pay him. They didn't want to do it either, though. Yeah, they didn't have to, but they did. So I'm I'm conflicted with the idea that we're just going to go all in on being that bad when you have a player that you're paying that much in the building. But but they do have two... They got the Texans pick first round, and they're going to be. And and their pick. But But I'm saying if they don't get that pick, you did all of this to get the second best or third best quarterback in the draft. I think you can bargain, bargain though, right? So if you need a quarterback, I'll give you Kyler, and I'll give you the first, my first round, and and the Texans. But you got anybody going to take that? No, that's got to be a team. That doesn't need a quarterback. So yeah. who knows what could happen? Right, Ter- right. Terrible things, knock on wood. Obviously, we don't want anybody to get injured. But someone who There's may be a though. really good team yeah, is in that position, and then you can bargain that. But, like, we talked about the Bengals when they were in the position to take Joe Burrow. You could have given them 17 number one picks. They're not moving off of Joe Burrow. But Shady, Joe Burrow. Shady made a point that I hadn't yet thought of. Now, the money might con- confuse things, but if a team has a number one pick and they need a quarterback, need a quarterback. obviously, yeah. you will be like, hey, we'll give you Kyler. And two first-round picks. And they're going to take, and they're gonna take Kyler, who, they hadn't see, who we haven't seen all year, coming off of an injury, yeah. who, who, who you don't want Kyler. Correct. I can have Caleb Williams and potentially change the future of my franchise. What do I care about Kyler and some extra picks? Because so, to, to Shady's but, point, though, it, it's just fascinating because we've seen it happen. Yeah. Teams get enamored. Carson, got to you can get, me out. Like, if, if, if you're giving you the, the, the number five overall pick that the Texans have and the number three overall pick that the Cardinals have and Kyler Murray, oh, and, and then you, like... What good is Kyler Murray if he's not playing an entire season for the playing. team that yeah. drafted yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I'm not moving off of the number one overall pick if I need a quarterback yeah. and Caleb Williams is there. So all I'm saying is you're playing an if game. The Texans just did this. They wanted the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Why? Because they messed around and won a game at the end of the year. Because this is an NFL team at the end of the day. Yes, Love they're you. not the most talented NFL Love team. But, Love but this, is, this is what could happen. I'm just saying that there are certain guys, a Caleb Williams, a Joe Burrow, a Trevor Lawrence, guys who are coming out in the draft who are unequivocally going to be the number one overall pick. If a team is in the position to draft them and they don't have to make any moves, they're not going to move off if of you them. Gave, if you gave up them, them picks. But, so now, for me, like, I think if... So CJ Stroud, and then it was uh, Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. So let, I mean, hey, we give you these two picks, right? Yeah, but that was CJ Stroud yeah. and Bryce Young. We playing the if they game. Were, they were not. They weren't. They weren't Caleb. No, they no, weren't Caleb. No, 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 they they weren't, but, but we playing the if game, right? Yes, sir. Right. We think they gonna start on four. What if they start two and two? What if they start three and three? Oh, everything you playing? Changes. Of course, everything changes. I mean, but why like, though? But why does your mindset change from that standpoint of it? Because like, then, you're, you're not going to win no playoff not, game. Then you're not tanking. Yeah, then you're not tanking. And yeah. you already paid Kyler, it's and you, almost, can, you can lean into building around them because we're we're obviously not in a position to to just destroy, destroy the entire So if they find a way to win a couple games, just forget Caleb Williams. We're all in on Kyler. But think about it like when you play cards. Whether you play spades, you play hearts. If you go nil, saying I don't want no books. Yeah. 
The second you win a book, strategy got to change. That's true. Because as yeah. soon as you win a book, well, you your, whole a book, you strat- a hole, yeah. <laughs> your whole strategy got to change. It's a wrap. <laughs> so the second, to Joy's point, like, the Cardinals are doing everything in their power to They're trying, man. They're trying. Like, they don't even have a quarterback that's been on the roster right. as their lead for a long period of time. So I think they will succeed. But if they don't, you win a book. That's what I'm saying. You change the thing. Okay, now. All right, well, when we return, the Detroit Lions are getting plenty of buzz. Look, they play America in just three days, Lions versus the Chiefs. But has quarterback Jared Goff already earned a contract extension, or does he still need to prove some things, including a shocking win over the Chiefs on Thursday night? Next on Speak. family we're in our hurry up offense got to keep this fast but it is so great to discuss Jared Goff two years left on his current contract coming off a Pro Bowl season with the Detroit Lions now Lions general manager Brad Holmes said he's had quote good dialogue with Goff's agent on a new deal Goff out of guaranteed money here in the upcoming months so Joy has Goff already earned a contract extension I think so he has the talent potential to get to a Super Bowl because we saw him do it. Now, obviously, we give Sean McVay a lot of credit for putting him in that position, but isn't that what good coaches are supposed to do? He wasn't on the field. Jared Goff was the one executing Sean McVay's offense. So he has the talent potential. They've gotten better. They're improving. The culture's building. I think this year will really answer the questions for us, but I think they're not going to be bad enough to get a high draft pick, and Mm. we have to see how good they're going to be, but I think he's earned it. For me, absolutely. And you talk about him taking the Rams to a Super Bowl, and you can say he had all these pieces around him, but then he gets traded to Detroit and he doesn't have all these pieces around him and he brings you nine wins since 2017 Matthew Stafford was the only quarterback besides Jared Goff to have a winning season so I think that he has checked all the boxes for for the Detroit Lions over there and if you put the right team around him like he showed you a good defense some playmakers around him that he can get you to the big game so I I think he's earned it I wouldn't do it just yet to five I wouldn't do the extension just yet because the box I still need to see checked OJ is get me to the playoffs they sniffed it last year, beat the Green Bay Packers last game of the season. It was a great game to watch. Jared Goff played incredibly well. Happy for Jared Goff. But for the Lions, being good is not – for the Lions, being average isn't good enough. Yeah. Dan Campbell is there because he wants to take them yep. over the hump. I want to see Jared Goff get them over the hump before yeah. I ain't a deal. I, I, I would pay him. Um, I mean, I, I get it. I would like to see a little bit more. But – I think he's on the right path. And I look at the Detroit Lions. There's other positions that they need to take care of, yeah, right? So I think you have a quarterback like that, sign him up. Now, the, the question is how much, yeah. right? Because I would say he's like a top 15 quarterback, yeah, top 13, right? Yeah, he's a hell of a player. So he's got better and better and better. I think when he got there, Dan Campbell had some, some questions about it. Mm-hmm. And, and he challenged him. You remember that? He challenged him. And he answered the challenge. So I, I like I like golf to get paid. Well, as we move to basketball, Zion Williamson has been challenged by everyone around him. He's only played 29 games the last two seasons. But report says he's been really focused on making sure his body is prepared for a long season. Bring us on camera. Joy, I have to be honest, I have no faith mm. in Zion Williamson. Like this one, like zero? Zero. My faith, Shady, must be my eyes. Okay. I am no longer going to allow my faith to be my mind with Zion. My faith has to be my eyes. When I see it, I will now believe it. I don't know why you're smiling at me, Joy Taylor. That was not making a joke. 
No, you're coming to my side. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't walk by faith. I walk by sight. Only in this time, do I usually walk uh, by like, faith. Like, okay, you know, you know, you know, I usually walk by side. No, I, I'm going to have a little hope in Zion because he is still a young player. He is still learning how to be a professional. We would have liked to see this earlier in his career. He's only played in 36% of possible games. The most important still you can have as an athlete is availability, and you are responsible for your body. The coach puts the players around you, puts the system in place. The owner has the facilities, hires everybody, pays everybody. You're responsible for your body. Nobody can make you eat right, lift, work out, get stretched. Nobody else can make you do that. So I have hope because he's still such a young player, and we've seen what he's capable of mm-hmm. in the little bit of amount of time that he plays. I'm going to hold out hope for one more season. Well, I got two eyeballs, too, and my two eyeballs say he ain't really serious about basketball, right? And for me, we've all been in there like, I'm going to get up and I'm, I'm starting my workout journey tomorrow. And we get up in there about a month go in, we like, hey, hold on. I ain't lost nothing. Hey, forget all that. I'm going back to what I've been doing, right? So for me, Zion has to prove this thing to me. Not being serious for one month. You got to prove this to me. When I'm going through some ups and downs, are you still serious? Are you still taking care of your body? Like you have to be out there. And he showed us that he is not serious about being on the basketball yeah. court. Well, I'm, I'm a little more positive than my young brother be. right here. I'm going to say I believe in him. I, I, I think that he'll get his diet together. You know, he has some baggage off the court this year, but it, it was bad. But for me, I look at it, it was good. Because I think sometimes as a young player, you be so young, when things happen to you and, and it jeopardizes your career, you, the, the, the switch turns on, right? I think now that you'll see a different Zion. I mean, the first time I seen him play was in Vegas for, like, the um, Summer League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, listen. This dude was like a walking double-double, right? You, he, was just, he, was just, he was so raw, just dunking it, taking the ball, stealing it fast, could jump. If he could just take care of his body, I think he will this year from all the things that happened to him on, off the court. I think it'd be a better And Zion. that's the crazy thing. The on, NBA man. needs Zion to get yeah. his mind right. The to. Pelicans are a really good basketball team. They are going to be in the playoffs. They win basketball games when Zion's on the court. He is a walking double-double. It ain't no surprise. He's like that when he's on the basketball court. Is he serious about being on the court? The fascinating thing for me, though, is, like, taking care of your body, it is the entryway to being a professional athlete. Like, it's hard, though. You know, but it is hard, but being, obviously, as you know, being a professional athlete is hard. It's the, it's, it's the bare minimum. It's it like is, it's, it is it's the, the bare, bare minimum. minimum. It's the bare minimum, but also for some players, you can get away with it. Like some players, just they, they're not serious. They be mm-hmm. in the club, they eat whatever, and it doesn't matter because they're still available. It's hard. And yeah. They're still available, and they don't, they don't have that little extra yeah. stuff. You it's know, just, just in them. But, think, but if you know that you're not that, if you know you yeah. do have to stay slim, if you know you do have to do extra stuff because of the way that you play and what your body type is, it's even more imperative as a professional that you take care of your body. You have to know what you can handle. It is hard though because I remember after my rookie season I came in the league at 210 after my rookie season I had a little money in my pocket eating all type of crazy stuff I was 224 and the next preseason I caught a touchdown in Denver fell on my knee the way I fell on my knee a thousand times tore my PCL and I'm like, I'm too heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I changed that. But Zion ain't changed it yet. I mean, he ain't let us know it's changed yet. He's been through injuries. He's been through several, several. several. I, I think he'll change it. I just got, I got faith. We hope. I feel it. I you believe. I'm optimistic. I don't NBA know. needs him, so we hope. When we return, Shady's belief in Zion and Shady's belief in Dion is what Dion was talking about uh-huh. when he shot the world and got it done. But Dion is the new way of calling out his players that you have to hear next. See, look, that's how I was crying when he won. I was crying like that. <laughs> 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 
Oh, let's get to our two-minute drill. We don't have much time left, but Shady, Dion, you already know. He, you know Why are you standing? Him. What did he's he do? Pissed me off. Why? He told me that Tom Brady does not wow him. He said he does not wow you. He says talent's average. That's what you said? I didn't say Tom is average. Crazy. He does not wow you. I can't you. sit down and he's sitting don't down. Don't sit here and put words on. If he stands on, sit down. Tom's, Tom's average. Tom don't Tom wow Brady? you. We talking about the wow factor at the quarterbacks. Tom's the greatest winner. In the NFL that has ever seen, he's not the greatest talent at the position. I when just, you talk about arm talent and you talk I about what we're seeing, he's not the greatest talent. He's the greatest winner. I can't do it. It's, it's Tom is the best. He's the best at everything. He's the best, most talented. He's the smartest. He's the best. He's, I, would, I would argue he's with you. You must be a leader of the he's show. He's the greatest winner. Yo, listen, you know what's going to happen? We're going to lose our ratings because he's talking this crazy. He's the greatest winner. He's and it's going to be his fault. It's going to be your fault. It's not a talent show, though. It, it, it's, it's about winning. It's not. But if it were a talent show, he's saying that he is saying but that. But it ain't, though. Why, why, be, why not, though? But it ain't. I can't even. What's, how much time we got left in this show? <laughs> I can't 